All right, so welcome back to the Lancaster School District Podcast, School Buzz. I'm your host, Rebecca Cooksey, and today we're going to be talking about support for our English language learners. So I have with me Jordan Goins and Nayeli Chacon. They're going to tell us a little bit about themselves, and then we'll talk about their program. So this is Jordan Goins. I'm the Director of Special Programs. I have uh, plethora of a whole bunch of different uh, departments within my department or pieces within my department, but one of the main pieces that we're here to talk about today is our uh, EL program, who we, with our brand new coordinator of English language learners, Ms. Nayeli Chacon. Um, hi, this is Nayeli Chacon, and um, I am new to the Lancaster School District, uh, but I have been an educator for 14 years. Uh, four of them have been as an administrator, and I'm very excited to be here today. So great. Um, we, we started the new year. I know Nayeli just started, um, probably about, what, 12 days ago? About. Yeah. <laughs> but we're thrilled to have her. We stole her away from Keppel, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. Go Lancaster. Quickly stole her from Keppel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so in our EL program, we serve approximately 2,500 students, but not all of them speak Spanish. The majority speak Spanish. Um, we've got kids that speak Arabic, uh, Tagalog. What else do we have kids speaking? Um, there are some Middle Eastern languages that are spoken as well within our district. Um, about 2% of the population speaks speaks Arabic, like you just said. So, okay. Quite a few, quite a few different languages. So we got to prepare those kids, teach them how to, you know, not get rid of their language because mm-hmm. we want them to keep their, exactly. their yes. first language mm-hmm. and then gain um, English. My daughter, Emily, went to the bilingual program in, or the biliterate, Palmdale, mm-hmm. we won't say the name, um, okay. but she was, it was one of the best things I ever did for her and I wish they'd had the program there for my other kids because she can speak, write, read Spanish and English at a very high level, got the syllabi literacy on her when she graduated from eighth grade and then from high school. And it's just something that we're so proud of her, that she's got two languages. It's one of the most interesting things. And I mean, it's it's funny that um, there's a lot of a lot of kids come in, or a lot of parents come into the system, and what they want to do is they want their kids just to learn English because that's what they're going to be successful in inside, inside the school. But they neglect the idea that they that the students really need to retain that second language, that first or their first language. And it's it's one of those things that we're really trying to promote, especially with our dual language academy over at Linda Verde. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working hard to make sure that we've got students on both ends of the both aisles, on um, the kids who are our English our EOs, our English only kids who are learning Spanish. We want to make sure that they are doing thriving doing that. But we also are using that program to um, allow our English learners to be able to maintain their language and then on top of that still be able to build into their the English as well. Right, because we don't want children to not be able to talk to their grandparents and lose part of their culture, and keeping that first language is so important. And we know that people that are bilingual score higher on standardized tests. (laughs) They do. (laughs) So it's a good thing when you're uh, bilingual or trilingual um, and uh, something we want to promote. Tell me a little bit about our EL program in Lancaster School District. Uh, Well, our... Our mission is to accelerate English language proficiency, and we do that through um, instruction uh, primarily, and we also um, offer programs for both students, staff, and families. So if I was a teacher in a classroom, what would I be doing differently for an EL child so that they could acquire the language? Well, we have um, two different types of instruction. We have ELD, which is uh, designated ELD, which is um, direct language instruction, and that's provided um, by a designated teacher um, every day for about 30 to 45 minutes. And then we have integrated ELD, which happens all throughout the day. 
and it's just um, different strategies for students to be able to access the curriculum. So some of the, like one of the one of the strategies we trained in the district in the past um, was been accountable talk. Um, that's one of the that's bare bones on the ground. What we see a lot of the in the integrated in our integrated program, um, where you'll see a lot. So you see a lot of talking in the classroom. So I think what the big the big idea behind that is that you know people get scared if when they see an administrator walk into the room and they see and all of their students are talking when that's exactly what we're looking for. Right. We want to see kids interacting with each other so that they can really build on that speaking portion, that speaking and listening portion of their um, of their language development. At the end of the day. Um, that speaking and listening portion is part of what's going to build them into the English language or get them into the English language. So that's it's kind of important for us to make sure we're doing that. Right, and and if children aren't speaking the language, then they don't have that opportunity to, to grow their language, right. their academic language further. Yeah, that perfect that idea of perfect practice makes perfect. That's the idea that we're trying to go after with that. I like that. Sound like Mary Poppins. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> so, what supports do we provide for teachers? You know, when we go through college, there's a little bit of EL instruction, but not probably as in-depth as it needs to be. Um, so what do we do for teachers to help them build those skills? Uh, well, every site has an EL chair, and that person is um, to support teachers with the implementation of the EL strategies. Uh, we also have at least one bilingual parent educator at each site to assist the teacher with small group instruction or skills practice. Um, in addition, this year we will be offering professional development on integrated ELD. Mm -hmm. Good. And like, and to add into that, um, like a big piece of what we're trying to push this year is the is the correct use of the bilingual para within the classroom. Right. Um, one of the things that we've found is that there, it's sometimes teachers don't know they have this other person in the classroom. It's just like having a volunteer. Thank you for giving me this volunteer. Now what do I do with this person? <laughs> yes. Um, so the idea behind this is to start teaching, working with our teachers through our EL chairs um, to really have an idea as to when the teacher, when, when that EL, when that bilingual para comes to the classroom, this is what that person is supposed to be doing. Or these are some ideas that I can be, I can have for this person to do. And on top of that, to have a, um, to have, I guess you would say, a targeted design for how that's going to look. And I think that's important because I yeah. remember being a classroom teacher and I would have, I didn't have a bilingual para, but I had parents that wanted to come in mm -hmm. and I would always be like, what? Can I give them to do that I feel comfortable releasing, right. Right. you know, because the teacher, you're, this is my domain. I've got to make sure these kids learn. And so I, I was always very hesitant to release my kids to somebody right. unless I knew exactly what they were doing. With so, them. And, and I think that that's, that's a big thing. But then on top of that, there's like, we, obviously the bilingual pair is for our, is for our EL students, our, our students who are, are designated, who are designated as English language learners. But there are other students who, who, who could use the skills mm -hmm. and who need the skills, which is what which is the other piece about that integrated instruction with that bilingual para can really help out with. Um, they don't need to just take the EL students. That's the first students they take because that's who they're supposed to be servicing, but they can also bring in the students who we would consider standard English learners as well. And work on vocabulary development. Mm -hmm. and Okay, great. Um, we used to offer GLAD training, and I know that the, I, the, the teachers that are really fully implementing that are... Amazing. I yeah. love that program. Are we still doing that in the district, or is that kind of something we've got on hold right now? So it's currently on hold, but um, that's not something that we're just that we're opposed to, to bringing back. Mm -hmm. um, we're trying to judge what the interest from the district as a whole um, to see what's, what, teachers are, what teachers are asking for at the end of the day. And then on top of that, we want to make sure that we're providing, there's, you know, there's a limited amount of time. Right. So we want to make sure <laughs> that there's, that we want to make sure we don't want to, we're not trying to be in a position where we're pushing a million things in one school year. Right. Um, the plan is that we do want GLAD training back in the district. Um, it's just a matter of 
judging the right time, giving the right purpose, and making sure people understand why and when they're doing it and how they're doing it. Right. And I, I, when I remember GLAD and seeing the people that are doing it, it really is people, it's not like their first or second year oh, teaching. Right. These are very advanced teaching strategies that it's not like a first year teacher would do this. This mm-hmm. is something after you have a few years behind you and really you've got classroom management down, you know your standards, then you add GLAD onto that. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's like it's one of those things that, um, you know, you go as far as you can go on what you know, and then you take it to the next, that's the GLAD is the next step. Yeah. So. Well, good. I'm glad that we're thinking about doing that eventually. Mm-hmm. So. The big part of being partners with parents is helping them help their kids. What do we do for families? Well, um, every school site has an English Learners Advisory Committee, and they meet every two months, um, and they discuss issues that pertain to ill students, such as the importance of regular school attendance, um, state testing, tutoring, high school graduation requirements. Um, We also, at the district level, we have DLEC meetings. And we encourage families to get involved in their student school, to ask those important questions and give suggestions to their school site council. We also have um, ESL classes for parents. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And we also have um, parenting partners and the Latino Family Literacy Project. Yeah. And that's a great project. Mm-hmm. My cousin works up in Arrowhead, and um, she told me about that project years ago, and I'm like, oh, this is a fabulous project. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. The parents we're teaching parents how to read to kids. It's great just to spend time with their kids. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the benefits? We kind of talked about this already, but what are some mm-hmm. of the benefits of being bilingual? Well, English learners. Uh, uh, I'm an English learner as well, so I can say that we work twice as hard as everybody else because we are learning, you know, everything, and plus we have to learn English at the same time. Right. So, but. Um, just as we work twice as hard, we uh, we also have twice as many job and career opportunities. Um, we can potentially meet and befriend twice as many people. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Our, our brain is always working, always rewiring as we learn new things, and we definitely have double the fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, double the fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I, I, I think it's... Uh, I wish I'd have to, had the opportunity, and that's one of my... On my bucket list is to learn Spanish... Maybe when I, by the time I retire, I'll do that. Because I would like to live at some time in a different country for a while, and I think that would be great to be able to speak the language while I was there. So let me give you a, a tip. Go, okay. work, go work in a bilingual office for a while, and you'll pick it up. If nothing else, at least you'll understand everything that's being said. You'll, you'll understand, you'll understand <laughs> the, the bad words, right? That's what you pick oh, up first. Most of them, most of them. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to give a community shout-out. Usually it's a vendor or um, somebody in the community, but two of our um, members in our, in our district – put together bikes. We got donated bikes for kids that have good attendance, but they came in boxes, which is still fabulous. Mm-hmm. We're happy with the bikes. But Mike Davis and Scott Smith put all of those bikes together for us to get them re- ready for the beginning of the school year, make sure the schools had them, and did it in the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're real proud of them, and we really want to thank, give them a big shout-out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. I, yeah, I saw Davis walking out um, a park. You want to, I want to take a Nielly around and um, <laughs> kind of laughed at him, but he was <laughs> so happy to know that he's, he's able to put some of those talents to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was great for our kids. Yeah. All right. So our next um, podcast will be about family support. Where can you find this podcast? You can find it on iTunes, on Sprecher, on SoundCloud. That's where you can find it. All right. So our next podcast will be on family support, and I'll have some uh, members from the Welcome and Wellness 
um, Sandra come over and talk after they get all the registration done because they're they're working on that feverishly today. Yeah, um, we want to welcome you back if you are coming back from summer vacation. Uh, start of school starts on Tuesday, and we're super happy to see all of our babies come back. That's true. Can't wait to see them coming through the doors. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, guys. Oh, thank, thank you. you.